0: Hello, hello and welcome. Come on, take a seat. <laughs> In my mind, this is this nationally syndicated talk show. In reality, this is my podcast, Sakara Y. I'm Sakara here. You get my perspective on life and interactions that I have had. Um yeah, from the perspective of a single mom, black, millennial, I guess I don't know, I don't understand these terms. I'm twenty nine, so call me whatever you want. Um and this is season two of Sakara Y, which is the sexy season. Um, And this is, guys, even though May seems to be the longest month of all time, this is the fifth solo Saturday episode about my sexual experience or preferences. And tomorrow will be the season finale of our sexy season. And we will have another guest on our Sunday show. And I really wanted to come. As you can tell, my tone is a little bit different. I've been... Thinking about some of you I've been thinking about A select group of you Who have um, Been uncomfortable With the topics On the sexy season And it's been really uh, Sitting with me uh, Talking to you all And um, Hearing from you guys Or being unfollowed by you (laughs) After I post about me putting penises in my mouth but um and for a minute there I was like I'm gonna just let it go I'm gonna just let it go but of course due to my disorder of being so uh of feeling everyone else's feelings is what I will call my disorder I feel everyone else's feelings and it's annoying but it it's a blessing and a burden it um allows me to have really meaningful conversation with other people and allows me to pick up on energy and blah, blah, blah. Let's focus, focus up. So I've been thinking about you guys and I've been thinking about how, um, I guess triggering the, just the, just the mention of sex can be for some and how there's a community of us who, have had positive sexual experiences. There's a community of us who have had negative sexual experiences. There are communities that have touched the fire of sex and who have been burned really badly, right? And then there are those of us who have had our sexual voices taken away from us. And I wanted to kind of speak to you guys specifically today. And I feel like... um That's kind of everybody. So I'm kind of speaking to everybody because I think we've all at some point had a sexual encounter that we didn't love. Um, Now, I'm I'm pro-sexual freedom, but I'm also pro having a safe space to share your experience. And we don't have a lot of sexual freedom and we don't have a lot of safe space to share our experience because some people can't handle sex some people can't handle it so they try to take it from somebody else or some people can't handle their sexual truth so they will look you in your eye and tell you that they are safe and then next thing you know you're itching or burning or and they and you thought I asked him everything that I was supposed to ask or I did all the things that I was supposed to do and this still happened to me and I don't understand why. Um, and I'm not a counselor. There are counselors out there. I'm not a counselor. I'm no, no trained professional. I don't always choose the right words. But I'm. I got two ears and they work. And I just want for those of you who are out there who listen to me to know that I'm also here to listen to you. Or at least refer you to somebody better than me that you could talk to. Um I want to thank those of you who have felt comfortable enough to tell me things about your sexual experience. Um I ha- am pleased. I'm pleased with myself. I'm just going to come out and say I am pleased with myself that I have been able to create a platform or even just an inbox because mostly it's my dm an inbox where um someone can say like i like i'm a guy i like somebody licking my butt and for to know that i won't be like this nasty nigga like you know what I'm, saying? I'm pleased with myself because um i have been working a long time on that judgment Peace, Right. So I always give it to people straight. Like I'm I my brain doesn't filter out like Sakara, maybe you shouldn't tell them the whole truth. I'm giving you truth all the time. And a lot of times that truth is taken as judgment. But I'm so happy that um we've created an atmosphere here on Sakara Y where you guys have felt comfortable enough to come back to me and tell me um your honest experience. But I do know that there are so many people who don't feel that liberated. And um, I'm not here to apologize for your oppressor. I don't, that's not my role. But I do want you to know that a big part of healing, whatever sexual experience you're healing from, maybe somebody cheated on you. Maybe somebody touched you. Maybe somebody infected you, diseased you. Maybe, um, Maybe somebody just pointed out a feature of yours that you didn't necessarily want pointed out. I want you to know that a large part of healing our sexual selves is to get past this stigma that we should not talk about sex, to get past this shame attached to it. Sex is a beautiful thing. And there are people out there who make it very ugly, right? But we're going to reclaim our power today, okay? And we're going to just do that by honestly telling our story. Now, I talked to my sister, and she talks about uh, trauma that you hold in your body and how the trauma held in your body um, be- can create illness and sadness and emotional unrest. Even if you think you're happy, you've moved on, you've healed, something is still just not sitting right because that trauma is sourced in your body like an ulcer it's the thing i can compare it to and how part of the therapy in healing the, the un the silent trauma in our body is um to tell for one tell your story out your own mouth the way you remembered it so that you can hear it through your own ears. I use this same practice for goal setting. Now sometimes you have an idea like, I want to be famous. I want to be Oprah one day. Saying it out your mouth and hearing, hearing it in your voice, in your own ears is part one. Part two, find you somebody else that you can confide in. Um, find you a confidant that knows your full story. A lot of us are dealing with so many issues because we don't have somebody who knows our entire story. We don't have one person who knows every bit of our truth, but sick secrets can create sickness. So I want you to find somebody who it can be whatever. If you are a religious person, maybe it's somebody in your congregation. If you are a spiritual person, maybe it is somebody who's your yogi or whatever, who whoever you are that you feel um can can hold. Hold that. Maybe it's a stranger. Maybe it's a therapist. Maybe it's a psychiatrist. Find you somebody who knows your full story, um, who you can trust with those pieces of you. And I know that's the hard part, right? Finding somebody you trust. Um, but like I said, I want you guys to know just as much as for, for me, y'all are my safe space. This podcast is my safe space. I've, t- I've told you so much about me um, my hopes and dreams, my nastiness, and you know, maybe my, um, my modesty, whatever. I've shown you guys so much of me and I want to let you know that that's, that door is, is it's a two way. Okay. Um, you can come in and you can share with me as well. And, and I will, I won't, I won't judge you. I'll hear you and I'll be honest with you. About my thoughts and my feelings. You could tell me if you don't agree with me. You know what I'm saying? But I at least will allow you to have that open discourse. Um, Because I know we don't really really offer that. I'm like, what do you mean? You don't want to talk about sex. Like, what do you mean people don't want to hear about sex? And then I had to realize like, oh, I can see why some people might not want to hear about that. I can see why it's uncomfortable. We've been taught, especially if you grew up in a church, like I did. You know, my mother was a pastor. <laughs> it's, you hear all the time, like, that's a hush-hush thing. Something that's supposed to be done in the dark. Lights off. Doors closed. Nobody but you and one man supposed to have that experience. So when you live through life and you find, like, oh, I, I didn't do it with just one man. And a lot of times we did it with the lights on. Sometimes we did it outside. Like, you know what I'm saying? Um, You feel like you have cursed your family, like I remember saying when I first um put the podcast out like I don't know how I'm gonna be able to look people in the eye but <laughs> after this now that they've heard this, but it's actually been very freeing for me it's been very freeing for me did I go through the ways the trauma things um so yeah, so hearing it out out your mouth, oh shoot no, I did not a big big part sorry, about healing the trauma in your body is rewriting the narrative. So if you have had a negative sexual experience with someone, um, there's a school of thought that encourages you to rewrite the story. Instead of you being the victim, you are the victor and keep continuously tell yourself that story in a way where you come out, um, the hero. You're not you're not the attacker. You're not the villain. You come out of it triumphant. So you turn your trauma into triumph is, um, one of the, the, the ways that they try. It. And the reason we do that is because sometimes trauma is so deep that we've already in our minds associated, um, negativity to it. It's a way for us to retrain our brains to associate a positive experience with that thing. It's like um it's like you know what they did with the dog with the positive reinforcement, you know, look look at my brain. Um I can't think of the, the stupid test what it's called now, but where they gave the dog a treat instead of punishing the dog. So you're giving yourself a treat um by by making yourself the the victor in your in your trauma story. And you you almost you almost have to convince yourself that you came out of that. And ultimately, I want you guys to know you are the victor and not the victim because you are you still have the opportunity to live and to reshape your story and to change your life and then change the lives of others. So I also encourage all of my listeners to open your ears up without judgment to other people who might be in your family. Be that safe space for somebody else close to you, you know you don't always all the time have to give your opinion or why was you wearing that skirt and it's a It's a funny thing finding out that your your body and your skin and your features are. Not just your body, your skin, and your features, but it's something that arouses people. It's something that people want to take from you. It's something that people want to touch and they want to feel. Like that's a, it's a, such a weird concept for me. I think, um, because I like I remember be- becoming aware of my body as a sexual thing. I don't want to call my body a thing, but it's like a sexual object. Oh, that's worse than thing. Um, I was maybe. I don't know in the fifth or sixth grade I had breasts (laughs) I was an early developer I mean if you saw the size of my breasts now you know that I started pretty early making these (laughs) this took time I didn't wake up with these this took some years but yeah I think by the time I was in the eighth grade I was in like a 38c cup um but yeah so by the time I was in the fifth grade they were starting to bud and really starting to come in and I remember this guy who was working on a house next door to mine, um, tried to get me to come inside the gate with him one day. I was home alone from school and I had left my keys. So I was sitting on the porch and he had been drinking. He had like Guinness in his hand. He came over to the gate. And I mean, I had seen this man, so I didn't feel like unsafe. So I spoke, but he kept trying to get me to come inside the gate. He wanted me to come closer. He wanted me to come inside the gate. And um I ended up running to a neighbor's house. uh, Thank God, because who knows how that would have gone and then, you know, of course, I told my family, uh, that man was never seen again. If you know, you know. Um, <laughs> no, I just I just made that seem real dark, right? I don't know what happened to that I man. He was fired, maybe. <laughs> um, but yeah, and I remember being like, hearing this as a young girl, like, you know, watch yourself and watch yourself around men and stuff like that. But that was really the first time where I was like, wait, somebody for no reason at all has seen me and decided that they should have full access to me because they like what they saw. And it just, I don't know. And it made my understanding of my body seem like really much for a while. Like my body was not my own. And I also remember kids used to always slap my butt in school. Um, and I don't even really got that much of a book. (laughs) but boys just you know slap your butt on the playground slap ass if i don't know if you guys ever saw that key and phil episode um i remember by the eighth grade like i said they had fully come in and um a boy in my class just completely stopped calling me my name and only called me titties the whole eighth grade just called me titties every time every time he referred to me he called me titties, titties 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 well call me on the phone hey titties Like that was like, and it was, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's an interesting time. Um, it took a really long time after that to learn how to navigate the world with the thighs, with the breasts, with the, and to come off as sexy because sex, sexy women are considered confident, you know, and, um, Men who know how to use what they work and we have that big dick energy, right? These are all things that we know where the lines are so blurred, um, but then to also feel safe. And I think that that's what's missing a lot of times from sex is that people are not given a space. Even if you have been with your partner for 10, 15 years, maybe you guys are married. If you're not able to tell that person, babe, I want you to put my toe in your mouth, babe, I want... If you're not willing to be absolutely, completely 100% open with all of your sexual desires, then you don't necessarily feel safe with your partner because communication is such an open and healing and important part um, of life. So if you're not able to be completely open sexually, um, then you might you might not feel as as safe as you think you feel or as secure as you should. Um, And I really do want us to get past the stigma. I want us to feel safe. I want us to feel heard. I want us to feel confident. I want us to feel able to even if something happens to know that there's somebody that we can go back to and and feel at home again, you know? So I really wanted this episode to be like a hug. I don't know if I'm accomplishing my goal, um, <laughs> but you can't see me, but I'm literally putting my arms into this very awkward circle around this. I'm giving y'all an air hug right now um, because I know that not everybody has had a positive sexual experience. Um, and whether you have or have not, I just wanted to make it very clear that I love you for listening, but I'm also here to listen. So you can talk to me. Um, or if you don't want to talk to me, you don't know me like that. There, there are places where you can call anonymously. There are hotlines. There are trained counselors and therapists I just don't want you to sit in that um guarded feeling of discomfort, um feeling unsafe. No one should no one should have to live that way. I want you guys to feel liberated and confident and healed and whole. And um I'm sorry that this was such a heavy episode, but these these people they need they need to know that I'm here for you as well. Um, because we all got a story to tell. And that's why I do the podcast, because I just be having thoughts and opinions. And I feel like, damn, I want somebody to know my story. So that's why I started the podcast. <laughs> I want somebody to know what I was thinking today. Now, for me, y'all are my safe space. You know, the feedback that I get from y'all are watching the views go up, the listeners go up. That's my validation. But everybody deserves that. And you don't necessarily have to get up on a podcast and tell your deepest secrets. Um, but find you somebody who you can confide in. Or find you somebody you feel comfortable telling your whole truth. Um, yeah. Because you deserve that. You deserve to begin your healing process. From whatever that might be. So I love y'all. Make sure that you know you keep it wet. And. <laughs> keep it hoard. Um, <laughs> and yeah, this is our last Saturday of the sexy season. We will be back tomorrow with a guest. It'll be more upbeat. I promise. Um, we'll be talking, we'll be continuing this conversation about sex and being aware of your body as a, a sexual thing. Um, and people's response to your, your features. And, um, but it'll be fun. It's going to be fun. I promise. So I'll see you guys tomorrow. You know, I don't like to make the episodes too long. All right, y'all. Love you for listening. Bye.